atomic giant's implication was a sweeping Japan nation when along came a dude with an ultra attitude, a common Morado who's the greatest kicker of Japan. End of all, man. Last you short now, baby. To not talk big now, baby. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Kaiju Conversation. I'm your host, Elijah, and joining me as always, my lovely co-host. Hello, I am Rex. And welcome to the first annual Convies. Yes. Yes, the Kaiju Conversation Podcast Award Show, where you guys get to pick a winner, as do we. Now, for the last two weeks, listeners have been able to vote for their favorites or least favorites in, in certain categories. And it's all based off of coverage on the show for this year. Yeah. And after two weeks of voting, the results are now in. So how this works is we created a list of candidates that could win based off of eligibility, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and from there, the voters pick the nominees and the viewer choice winner goes to the nominee with the most votes, of course. Now, following that, both Rex and I will vote for our picks for the winner. Mm. And we'll read out all the nominees and reveal which one wins the convy. And the way we'll do it is we start with the one that won that got the least amount of votes, and we'll work ourselves up to the one that had the most votes. And so with that, I think... We're ready to go. All righty. So yeah. starting us off here, since Kaiju Conversation has come back uh, since around July of last year, as time has gone on, ever since we covered a certain movie called Ring, this podcast has seemingly been cursed per- permanently by Ring references galore. Thus... Elijah and I thought it would be rather fitting to have a Sadako's Video Award for the best scare from a movie covered this year. And the nominees for Sadako's Video Award are The Entirety of Devilman 2004, The Pedophilic Romance in Stacy Attack of the Schoolgirl Zombies, <laughs> Emmett's Death in 10 Cloverfield Lane, Mitsuko's Vengeance in Darkwater, the Centipede in The Legend of the Eight Samurai. Hideaki Anno's restoration of Showa Ambition in Death Kappa. The final scene of Oppenheimer 2023. Godzilla in Godzilla Minus One. And the winner. The convy goes to the Odo Island attack in Godzilla Minus One. I'm not too surprised by that one with the whole jump scare that'll got a lot of people truth be told oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i remember i saw it with uh, a few of my friends and i was very excited to see uh one person how she would react to the scene because she's a little jumpy so i was very <laughs> got a good kick out of seeing her get terrified by that <laughs> but as for you elijah what would you pick for your choice so this might be a surprise, but I vote for the Convy for the Sadako Video Award, Emmett's Death 
in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, damn. Okay. And what would you pick? Um, For me, I would just have to do Godzilla in Godzilla minus one. <laughs> okay. So it's just got a crazy presence throughout that entire film, man. And I love the music. That's fair. For me, the reason I picked why I picked Emmett's death is I remember upon my first viewing, that was one of those scenes. It, it kind of like I hate the movie Joker. I think the movie Joker is very boring <laughs> and very bland. Um, But the scene where Joker Arthur is on Murray's show, the music and the build up to the the him shooting him in the head. Amazing brilliant best scene in the film oh yeah yeah when john goodman just straight up blows emmett away i remember the first time i saw it i was like legitimately like stunned yeah um fair enough (laughs) and while like devil man was horrendous to sit through i i would venture to say that emmett's death is what like really like echoed in my head it, it is the moment in that film where things really kick into gear like oh uh mary elizabeth winstead's character is in real danger here right <laughs> yeah and from that point on she's alone and it yeah. just kind of she you know is is left to her own devices to figure it out left to survive john goodman yeah <laughs> Moving on, Eiji Tsuburai was one of the greatest special effects artists to walk the earth. His impact on film is still being felt even after almost 50 years since his death. And this award goes to the year's best special effect in a film. So our nominees go as the city rampage sequence in Gappa, the Trifibian Monster. The double rider in augment suits of Shin Kamen Rider. Gamera's Tokyo Rampage in Gamera, the giant monster. The creature in miniatures of Death Kappa. Gulala's Rampage in The X from Outer Space. The Trinity Nuclear Bomb Test in Oppenheimer. Kumunga in Son of Godzilla. Jet Jaguar in Godzilla Fest 4, Operation Jet Jaguar. And. The convy goes to the Ginza Rampage in Godzilla minus one. Mm-hmm. A lot of now, solid choices here. <laughs> Rex, who would you pick to receive the Subaraya's Toku Talent Award? Well, I'm, I honestly went for Kumonga. Okay. I think, I, I think it's a very impressive puppet, especially for that time, 1967. and. Yeah, no, the puppetry in Kumonga, you can t- you can tell they put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, both literally and figuratively, and I think it really pays off in that film. I think Kumonga is brought to life absolutely wonderfully, hmm. especially for that time. Right. No, I, I definitely could agree with that, and it's honestly like, didn't that hold the record for most uh, wire puppeteers? Yeah, at the time. I mean, obviously, something like Biolante that would come like a couple decades later would beat it, but, but still, for like, that time, yeah. 
Yeah, because the only other Kamonga was a bit more advanced than Ghidorah, from what I understand. Right, and there was no person in the suit, so it was all yeah, done exactly. by puppeteers. All puppet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And what was what was your choice? So again, I think I picked one that not very many people expected. I picked the Trinity nuclear bomb test in Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Um, holds the record for largest explosion on a set. In the film, the way that it's edited and the sound design and everything about that film is truly horrifying. It um, is a pretty spectacular sequence. It it there's a lot of build up, there's a lot of tension, there's a lot going on. And for me, it just you know, Oppenheimer is is definitely in my top fifty films of all time. And the effects in the film are truly remarkable. I'm genuinely shocked that the Oscars didn't put it on the short list for the effects. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised by that. And I almost feel like that's doing it a disservice because it was all visual, like it was all practical effects. None of it was computer. It was all, all visual um, and trick photography, which is something truly like legitimately amazing. Right. And so I, I got to give Nolan the award for best effect out of films we covered this year. There's been a lot of great effects, but oh, yeah. I got to give it to this one. This was truly remarkable. Honestly, I wouldn't have been mad about any of these winners because <laughs> some some I think deserve it a bit more than others. But honestly, I think all of the stuff here is still pretty cool. I would agree. I, I would agree. Moving on. You know, Hollywood these days just can't get enough of sequels and remakes. And, you know, seemingly neither can we. With the I don't know what I've been told award, we will be presenting the award for best adapted film Kaiju Conversations covered this year. And the nominees are One Cut of the Dead, based on the stage play Ghost in a Box by Ryochi, Ryochi Wada. Stacy, Attack of the Schoolgirl Zombies, based on the novel Stacy by Kenji Otsuki. Son of Godzilla, based on Godzilla by Ishiro Honda and Shigeru Kayama. Ebera Horror Vidi, based on Godzilla by Honda and Kayama. Invasion of Astro Monster, based on Godzilla. Again, Honda and Kayama. Legend of the Eight Samurai, based on the novels Shin Satomi Hakenden by Toshio Kamata. Shin Ultraman, based on the Ultraman TV series by Eiji Tsuburaya. And The Convy Goes to Godzilla Minus One, based on characters by Shiro Honda and Shigeru Kayama. Do you agree with this, Elijah? What would you pick? Well... I it's funny because uh, as of this recording, we I just wrapped up a seven hour recording um, <laughs> on on minus one, yeah. and in it I, I I made the statement, and I've I've said this a lot. This is something I've said a lot. This was one of my selling points to a lot of people. Godzilla minus one feels like a legitimate Ishiro Honda film made in the modern day. I believe if Honda were to watch this film he would say that this invokes what Godzilla always meant to be. It is everything that the character embodies. Godzilla minus one is the perfect adaptation. 70 years later 
of the original Godzilla film without retreading everything that that film did. If I had to pick the winner of the Otto Know What I've Been Told Award, I would say that my convy goes to Godzilla Minus One as well. I'm going to have to agree with you there. I thought Minus One was absolutely incredible. And like you said, uh, it is in... I feel this is the quintessential modern Godzilla. I feel like this really encapsulates everything the original Godzilla was and meant. Mm-hmm. You know, while still being a fresh, feeling like a fresh take on Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm I... going to have to agree with that. I'm just going to have to agree. <laughs> I feel like Minus One might take a couple of awards here. <laughs> We'll 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 have to wait and see. We'll see what uh minus have a one sweeps. Feeling. Have a we'll funny see, feeling. We'll see what minus one sweeps. Mm. Now, I often forget what the title of the films we're covering is, but every time. Every I, time, without fail. I will say this. I haven't forgotten this award. The one thing you're good at doing is failing. I know. And it wouldn't be the award for best episode, if it wasn't titled, what was it called? So, our nominees for the best episode this year are Episode 50, Everything Wrong with Godzilla vs. Kong Part 1. Episode 51, Shin Ultraman. Episode 60, Monster Seafood Wars. Episode 62, The War in Space. Episode 66, Shin Kamen Rider. Episode 70, Invasion of Astro Monster. Episode 80, Ebra Horror of the Deep. Episode 76, One Cut of the Dead. Episode 79, Versus. Episode 77, Stacy Attack of the Schoolgirl Zombies. Episode 50, Everything Wrong with Godzilla vs. Kong Part 2. Episode 55, Death Kappa, and The Convy Goes to, Episode 82, Godzilla Minus One. (laughs) Now, Rex, I feel like we're seeing a pattern here with the winner, but... I'm definitely seeing a pattern that I predicted from the get-go. Would you expect Stacy to show up already twice? No. Um, I'm I'm surprised it's as high as it is, but I'm happy to know that that probably means we did a decent job on that episode. Yeah. So thank and, you to the people for voting that. I, I didn't expect Stacy to be one of the highlights of the year. <laughs> now, speaking of highlights in an unprecedented, what did you pick for favorite episode this year? Best episode. Well, I'm going to have to agree with the, with the viewers that Godzilla Minus One, episode 82, was probably my favorite main episode this year. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. It cost me a fair bit of money um, seeing it like four separate times. I'm going to blame the fact I saw it four times on the recording and not myself um, so I can cope. Um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a fun recording and I, yeah, I got to say basically everything I wanted to say on the film. It was great. Okay. So 
I feel we did a good job. Interesting. Okay. So I'm going to disagree with you and the viewers. So what's your pick? My favorite episode. And before I say, let me, let me explain why. This was explain yourself first. That's a good sign. (laughs) So this episode, I felt like solidified you and I's relationship in, in, in terms of, of co-hosting this show, because we had to go out. I had to go out of my way to ensure we got it done. And I had people asking to do this one with me. And I, I had to say, I'm sorry, Rex and I are doing this. Like we're, we're doing this. Um, and I ended up having to go to another state for certain <laughs> reasons to get this to happen. And I learned a lot in this recording. I learned so much. And I thought it was legitimately a, like it was such a real conversation. Mm-hmm. It I was such a real feeling. I know which film you're talking about now. It, it was such it was such a real conversation. And we got to dive into stuff. And I learned so much. Um, most episodes, I don't learn a whole, whole lot because I've went and dug in on many Japanese blog sites to get (laughs) information from the directors. Um, but for this one, you got to lead the charge and Mm -hmm. you taught me so much. And I like, when we did that episode, I was like, this is the year. Like, that's when I knew that this year was going to be special because <laughs> we were able to do something that was basically impossible, but we made it happen. And that's why I'm going to give the con V for best episode to episode 66, Shin Comment Writer. Fair enough. That was another. That, that one was a lot of fun as well. I did really enjoy that one. Shin Ultraman, Shin Kamen Writer. Minus one. Those were some of my favorites of the year all around. I mine Shin Ultraman's definitely up there as well. Um that one and then I would I would say the everything wrong with two parter. That one was a lot of fun. Um and uh, up until minus one, Shin Kamen Rider was our longest episode. Yeah. Um <laughs> so like I, I feel like that alone was a benchmark because like it was it, it was jam packed full of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there was just a lot to talk about with both, I think. (laughs) Wholeheartedly agree. But, yeah, following along from our favorite mainline episode of the year, you and I have also done numerous bonuses and specials this year. Thus, for the Love More Exposure Award, we will be celebrating the best bonus or special of the year. And the nominees are... Kaiju Conversation intro episode. Bonus episode 8, Kaiju and Cowboys interview with Matthew Blair and Frankie B. Washington. Bonus episode 9 with Mark Bailey and Giant Bug Cinema. Bonus episode 13, Godzilla Minus One official trailer and cast breakdown. Bonus episode 16, Down to Hell plus versus side stories. Monster Conversation, Harry out. Monster Conversation, Harryhausen Annual 2, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Bonus Episode 18, Five Nights at Freddy's Review plus October Recap. A Kaiju-sized Thank You. Bonus Episode 11, Oppenheimer. Bonus Episode 10, Godzilla Minus One Reveal Discussion. 
and the Convi goes to bonus episode 17, Godzilla Day 2023. And as for you, Elijah, what would you pick? Um, well, for this one, I, uh, I think I'm going to have to go with bonus episode 10, Godzilla minus one Godzilla zero reveal discussion. That really kicked off uh, what what this <laughs> the year. The, yeah, like that. That was before Yamazaki month. That was before the official cast breakdown. That was before any bonus episodes or information. A time before Sakura Ando was confirmed for minus one. God. <laughs> it was when we knew it as Godzilla Zero. Like there was so much about it. Um, yeah, it took was... so long to get used to calling it minus one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I, everything about that film just worked, um, or that, that recording just worked. (laughs) Um, I remember that that was a very healthy discussion. Like we talked so much and, and the excitement just started and little did we realize that, you know, months and months later we would be here, right? Like, like we've almost doubled Doesn't bonus episodes. Real. Does not feel real. We've done like twenty episodes. I've done like five live streams. I have recorded on minus one post film. Post film minus one. I have recorded about twelve hours worth of discussion on the film myself, and it all started with this. This was where it really started. Um. If you were to take all of my Kaiju Weekly, Monsters with Attitude, Kaiju Conversation, and other guest appearance recordings talking about the film, I have probably done almost 26 hours worth of content, I would say, (sighs) on this film. And it all started with this. Jesus, wow. Yeah, no. Well, unfortunately, that's not my pick. It, It was... Yeah, that was a fun episode. But mine is going to have to go to one that you definitely would not have picked in a million years. Bonus episode 16, Down to Hell, plus versus side stories. Really? Yes. Purely because it was really funny. The recording was really funny. The versus side stories one of them, Nervous 2, was very funny. Nervous and, 2 uh, is, is a lot of fun. And um, the 15 minutes of a pre-episode <laughs> a banter that can never see the light of day of you and me uh, yelling at each other was very, very fun. See, I, I don't I remember this. Much, I very much enjoyed... I very much enjoyed verbally abusing you as you verbally abused me back. It was real, It was a lot of fun. I remember it. I don't remember this. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't remember what you said, but I definitely remember it. It was. Funny. I just, I just know that in preparation for that episode, I wanted. Oh, you to did die. not have fun. You did not have fun. I was done. I would like. I, it, I the think show almost think, ended that night. I I feel like, I feel like the 15 minutes of yelling was you getting it all out. <laughs> I kind of want to listen to this. 
if it's still available. I feel like somewhere. the audio. I feel like I still have the audio somewhere, but I you're might probably the only other person who can have it. <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of of not remembering stuff, um, when you when you perform a lot, a lot of times it starts to get a little little blurry on what you did and where you were at and what it was like. But one actor in particular never seemed to shy away from talking about the experiences he had on set with other actors and with the hands-on crew. And that was Akira Takarada. Akira Takarada was given the nickname Mr. Handsome. And recently, Takarada-san did pass away. So in honor of him, we would like to dedicate this award category to him for the best leading actor in a film and give it the name, the Mr. Handsome Award. The nominees are Isato Izaki as Akira Fudo in Devilman, Hiroyuki Sanada as Inoue Shinbei in Legend of the Eight Samurai, Tasuku Imoto as Hayato Ichimonji, Kamen Rider number two, in Shin Kamen Rider, Akira Takarada as Fuji in Invasion of Astro Monster, Toshinori Omi as Shibukawa in Stacy Attack the School Go Zombies, Taksak Gucci as Prisoner KSC 2 303 in Verses, Akira Kubo as Goro Maki in Son of Godzilla. Danielle Aguilar as Professor Tanaka in Death Kappa. Nick Adams as Glenn in Invasion of Astro Monster. Akira Takarada as Yoshimura in Ibra, Horror of the Deep. And the convi goes to Rinosuke Kamiki as Koichi Shikishima in Godzilla Minus One. You know... As depressing as it is that Takarada didn't win popular vote, I think he would really have appreciated Kamiki's acting in Godzilla Minus One of Shikishima. Interesting. Okay. Once again, I'm going to disagree with you and the listeners. I, uh, I want to hear your guess. I did not vote Toshiro Mifone. Um, I went with, so while minus one is definitely one of the best films I've seen in general, there is another film on this list that is in my top 10 films of all time. And I wanted to give him some acknowledgement. And that's why I voted for the Mr. Handsome Award, Hiroyuki Sanada as Shinbei in Legend of the Eight Samurai. I love his, like, his performance is so enduring in that film. And 
he just there's something about him in that film that's just so passionate like he's putting his all into that role and there is and i just i i love sonata in general i think he's one of japan's greatest actors and for me i just i had to i had to make sure he got the recognition that i think he deserves so for for my award this year i'm giving it to sonata son but yeah alongside the brilliant male actors that we've just seen throughout the show this year you and i would also like to highlight some of the women that have given just as many great performances with the what do we namakawa this award for best actress the nominees are as follows natsuki kato as eiko in Stacy Attack of the Schoolgirl Zombies, Bibari Maida as Psycho Matsumiya in Son of Godzilla, Fumi Mizuno as Miss Namikawa in Invasion of Astro Monster, Minami Hamabe as Kyoko Ozaki in Great War of Archimedes, Minami Hamabe again as Ruiko Midorikawa in Shin Kamen Rider, Tomi Kuroki as Yoshimi Matsubara in Dark Water. Yuko Asano as Jun Takigawa in The War in Space. Harumi Kiritachi as Kyoko Yamamoto in Gamera, the Giant Monster. Masami Nagasawa as Hiroko Osami in Shin Ultraman. Mari Hirata as Kanako Kawado in Death Kappa. And the convi goes to Minami Hamabe as Noriko Oishi in Godzilla Minus One. Not surprised again, Hamabe. <laughs> she, I mean, obviously she's a great actress because she showed up three times on this. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, her performance in Minus One's great, and she brings in a lot of the tears that I shed in that film. So, uh, who do you, who would you pick for the Namikawa Award? Well, I felt like for this one. We 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 have titled it What Do We Namikawa This Award, which I think speaks to just how much a certain actress has left an impact on the genre of kaiju cinema, on tokusatsu, and just in general. She's one of the greatest actresses I've ever seen in Japan. I think she's brilliant, she's so charismatic, and she continues to prove that she is an amazing person. That's why I would say the award for... What do we Namikawa this award should go to no one other than Yumi Mizuno as Miss Namikawa in Invasion of Astro Monster. Personally, I think I'm going to have to go with Masami Nagasawa as Hiroko Asami in Shin Ultraman. I think she gives a very energetic and vibrant performance and her performance in Shin Ultraman was kind of what not introduced me to her for the first time, but really like kind of put her on the map in my eyes of okay this is a really solid actress you've got here and yeah no i think she gives a really great performance in Shin Ultraman. She, i think she's the highlight cast member of that film you know speaking of amazing performances history shows again and again that nature points out the folly of man and this award the Oh No, There Goes Tokyo Award goes to the best kaiju 
in a film this year. And the nominees are Shin Gomez, Shin Zeton, Giant T-Rex, Gulala, Gamera 1965, King Ghidorah 1965, Godzilla 1966, Giant Condor, Godzilla 1965, Proto Godzilla, Death Kappa. And the Convy goes to Godzilla 2023. <laughs> Again, not surprised. Minus one is not sweeping. Not surprised at all. Now, Rex, who would you pick for best kaiju in a film this year? See, for me, I might be slightly biased, but you know, the G-Man is my boy. I love me some Godzilla. The hardest part about this award was choosing whether or not to go with my with the Showa Godzilla from '65, or to go with minus one. But since we're going with specific film portrayals, I think I'm gonna go, have to go with minus one. I can't believe I'm saying this. You know, this decision was a lot easier for me. I, I said this in the stream, I just did. And I think Danny articulated it beautifully. When you look at Godzilla and Godzilla Minus One, the eyes aren't telling you anything. They're lifeless, but they're also lifely. The issue is you can't tell what he's thinking or what he's doing. He's so blank in expression that he might be angry. He might be sad. He might be happy. He might be confused. He might know what he's doing. He may not know what he's doing. He may enjoy what he's doing. He may hate what he's doing. When he destroys Ginza, you can't tell if he's proud of what he did, upset that he had to do it, confused. There's so much. There's a lack of expression, but that lack of expression adds to the scary, horrifying nature of Godzilla, which is why I, too, would agree with you and the listeners that the award for Oh No, There Goes Tokyo, Best Kaiju this year must go to Godzilla in 2023. Mm. Yeah, like I said before, I think this is the quintessential modern interpretation of Godzilla. Um, so while you know, modern a modern Godzilla is not going to have the nostalgia of Showa Godzilla, I feel like that shouldn't blind me from how just fantastic of a portrayal this was of the character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my one nitpick, please get rid of the elbow spikes. Please <laughs> get rid of them. I would agree. I would agree. I'm not a fan of the spikes either. They just don't work for Godzilla and me. I don't know why. You'd think they'd work, but they just don't. But alas, this year has given us the opportunity to highlight many brilliant filmmakers. Thus, I would like to announce the best director with the Kitamura Make More Films Award. The nominees are as follows. Shinji Higuchi for Shin Ultraman. Hideaki Anno, director of Cutie Honey and Shin Kamen Rider. 
Akira Kurosawa, director of The Hidden Fortress, Naoyuki Tomatsu of Stacy, Attack of the Schoolgirl Zombies, Sonny Chiba of Yellow Fangs, Ishiro Honda for director of Invasion of the Astro Monster, Christopher Nolan, director of Oppenheimer, Tomo Haraguchi, director of Death Kappa, Ryuhei Kitamura, director of Versus, and the convi goes to Takashi Yamazaki, director of Returner, Parasite Part 1, Parasite Part 2, Space Battleship Yamato, The Great War of Archimedes, and lastly, Godzilla Minus One. Again, Godzilla Minus One sweep. Kashi Godzilla Minus One sweep is real. And I'm all for it. I, I had Yamazaki as well, but what about you? Okay. So there are some truly amazing, like brilliantly talented filmmakers here. Yeah, we've got Akira Kurosawa here. Who's right who's right alongside now Yuki Tomatsu, director of Stacy Attack. I hope you know this is listed in ter- in like how they were voted. So Yeah, so so Tomatsu. Kurosawa got less votes than, than Tomatsu. So I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know either. I don't know. Um but just going down the list. Hideakiano. I am not a fan of Shin Godzilla. Cutie Honey's okay. I love Shin Common oh, Rider. I think Shin Common Rider is amazing. I think that's the best Shin film. I love, I love his Evangelion. direction in that. Um, Akira Kurosawa, you know, master, absolute man. legend, absolute legend. Ishiro Honda, master of his craft, truly brilliant. Ishiro Honda, literally king. There's like those people there have created some amazing stuff. Christopher Nolan with Oppenheimer, like that is a, a masterpiece of cinema. But I gotta give it to Takashi Takashi Yamazaki. You can't go wrong with Takashi Yamazaki. Parasite Part One and Godzilla Minus One are two of the best movies we've covered. I would say, like I, the man has such an amazing visual motif and amazing eye for the camera that his films just pop out out of the rest of these. I love his films. I'm so happy that we covered a majority of them this year, and I can't wait to see if we get more from him. I I had to go with him. Yeah, no, I have to agree. Like even just ignoring Godzilla minus one, the elephant in the room here, having now seen a good chunk of his filmography he he really is one of one of the top filmmakers in modern japanese cinema and yeah i really whether or not he does another godzilla film or not he's a filmmaker who i will definitely be keeping an eye on in future years i feel I, I'm right with you there. Um, but there is one director I will not be following, and that is Adam Wingard. Because Godzilla vs. Kong is awful. But maybe something could be worse than it. And that's what this next category is. The oh my god, I can't believe it isn't Godzilla vs. Kong category covering the worst film covered on Kaiju Conversation this year. Now, I know there's a bit of a contingency of like, oh, you shouldn't do worst films. 
but we are criticizing. We're we're critics to an extent. <laughs> not we're not professional, but we are still critics. And I'm not going to sit here and say that the like these films are truly awful. Um, I think all of the films we've covered have some redeeming factors, but they're not the best. So if you're not a fan of the worst film covered title, then just think of it as the least, the least good. good. Yes. And so the nominees for Oh My God, I Can't Believe It Isn't Godzilla vs. Kong are The Calamari Wrestler, 2004. The Prince's Blade, 2001. Shin Kamen Rider, 2023. Appalling. The Axe from Outer Space, 1967. Junk, 2000. Godzilla, minus one, 2023. <laughs> Yellow Fangs, 1991. Son of Godzilla, 1967. Stacy, Attack of the Schoolgirl Zombies, 2001. Ten Cloverfield Lane, 2016. Gappa, The Trifibian Monster, 1967. Monster Seafood Wars, 2020. Shin Ultraman, 2022. Devilman, 2004. And the convy for the worst film covered this year is Death Kappa, 2010. Damn. There are some interesting nominations there. I was not expecting Shin Ultraman to be viewer vote for the third worst i will say Even this, minus one is surprisingly um high yeah yeah i will say it was neck and neck for devil man and death kappa um those two were the ones that were fighting most um i was shocked by the this is the category that i was the most surprised at not only because of the sheer amount of votes in different films we had, but just the fact that some of these titles, like there's Godzilla titles on here, Shin Ultraman's on here, Shin Kamen Rider's on here. See, I know people dislike Son of Godzilla, but they're wrong. Bad opinion. I I was I just I was genuinely shocked um by by some of these. I was surprised by Ten Cloverfield Lane because that's probably the best yeah. Cloverfield film. Yeah, that one's surprising as well. Like, some of them I get, like Stacy, of course. <laughs> surprised that's so higher. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm surprised by this. Now, you say you're surprised, so tell me, what would you pick for worst film this year? Well, I gotta say, the people that numbered, the, the voters who put Devilman at number two, they're onto something, because that is a, certainly a remarkable film in not the right ways see it's interesting i or actually before i go off on mine do you do you have any do you want to evaluate at all well for some context i am someone who actually is a bit of a casual fan of devil man i'm not a diehard but i have seen you know i've seen devil man crybaby i've seen the original ovas haven't seen the 70s TV show, TV anime, but I have seen, I've read the manga. Um, I read it in preparation for the episode. Like, I like Devilman. Devilman is a character. I think he's really cool. I think it's a 
the actual story of Devil Man is really good, and I think the 2004 is a fairly botched adaptation, which sucks given it was, to my recollection, the first and for quite a while only complete adaptation of the manga story up until Devil Man Crybaby came out in 2018. So for in that context, it is dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. <laughs> Fair enough. I That one's definitely up there. I definitely would agree with you. But I went with something that I thought... So, Devil Man is a pretty bad film. But some of the actors do have a charm that at least make me at least interested in them as an actor, right? Mm-hmm. But there is one film we covered that I, in recording, gave up on. <laughs> Which is why I would give the award to Stacy Attack the Schoolgirl Zombies. Never have I, I like, that film I literally turned on, on recording. You, in that, in that recording, you can go, it goes from me being positive to a, I'm done. Like I'm I'm done with this movie. I, a lot of that comes from the director being kind of a pervert. Right. But just in general the movie's just boring. It's boring. The only thing that the film has that's remotely positive is a cameo by Yukijiro Hotaru. That's it. That that is the only thing the film has in any like everything else it's it's pedophilic it's perverted it's boring it's lame there's nothing the the story just gives up there's nothing it almost doesn't feel like a movie <laughs> yeah it, oh it was definitely one of the top contenders for this uh, for me <laughs> devil man for me was just if I wasn't a fan of Devil Man, it would this would go to Stacy easily. But because I actually like and care a little bit about Devil Man, that film was just garbage. You know, speaking of garbage, while we just complained about movies, cinema is the greatest art form ever. Enough said, right? Like Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to agree here. I love cinema. I, I eat, breathe, and sleep cinema all the time. And I like to call the best of the best peak cinema. And thus, we would like to award our final award, the Martin Scorsese's Peak Cinema Award, to the best film covered on Kaiju Conversation in 2020. The nominees are Invasion of Astro Monster, Shin Ultraman. Shin Kamen Rider. Death Kappa. And the convi goes to... Godzilla. Minus one. I am not shocked by that at all. But you know what I am shocked at? Number two. Yeah. <laughs> Death Kappa <laughs> somehow slipped into this list. I don't how know. Did it, how did it... How did the... The winner for worst slip into number two for best. How does that happen? 
Tokusatsu. <laughs> I guess. But I mean, outside of Def Kappa, I think the all the other nominees here, Astro Monster, Shin Ultra, Shin Rider, you know, minus one obviously are all brilliant films in their own separate ways. Well, it's interesting because the only film on the Peak Cinema nominee list that didn't get nominated for worst film was Invasion of Astro Monster. All the other films did make it to that worst film list. Yeah. Somehow. I I was I was kind of surprised by Def Kappa's slip into peak cinema. Um literally how? It's almost as strange as when the nuclear bomb goes off in Def Kappa. Oh yeah, that that is a thing that happened, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was. Now, speaking of things that happened, Rex on the count of three, I want us both to say what we voted as peak cinema this year. Are you suggesting that we might have picked the same one? I have a strong feeling that you and I picked the same thing. One. Two. Three. Godzilla. Godzilla minus, minus one. one. <laughs> there we what go. What a shocker. A film that we've already praised to death, you especially, at your 26 or so hours. What a shock that it just sweeped this year. Yes, Godzilla Minus One won the following awards. The Sadako's Video Award, the Subaraya's Toku Talent Award, the Ano No What I've Been Told Award, the What Was It Called Award. The Mr. Handsome Award. The What Do We Namikawa This Award. Oh No, There Goes Tokyo Award. Kitamura Make More Films Please Award. And now, Martin Scorsese's Peak Cinema Award. Jesus, that's almost all of them. The only one it didn't win was Oh My God, I Can't Believe It Isn't Godzilla vs. Kong. And love more exposure. Jesus. Oh, it also won what was it called award? I don't know if I I might have skipped over that one. So it it, but it ended up number two on love more exposure, and it was like the tenth on. Oh my god, I can't believe it isn't Godzilla versus Kong. It would have been interesting if it if it won both worst and best film. I'll, I'll give it that. That would have been really interesting. I know <laughs> we brought that up. We were kind of surprised. Uh, or we kind of thought like there was a slim chance that could happen. Yeah, but also somehow Def Kappa got was pretty close, all things considered. This is true. <laughs> somehow, <laughs> Def Kappa. I mean, Def mind Kappa. you, I don't doubt that minus one just sweep the Peak Cinema Award in general. Def Kappa probably just got like four votes. Minus one got like two hundred or something. And so by technicality, it's the second place. But yeah, no, I think that's a very, very, very well-deserved win for Minus One. I think it has pretty much, in my mind, it's an instant classic. I, I genuinely think it is an instant classic of it. I agree. I uh, I said that in my uh, live stream as well. I said that this is t it's a timeless classic. 
it will stand the test of time. It will it will join the ranks of King Kong thirty three, and it, it's it's going to fall into the same category as Gamera three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamera three up until I want to say about maybe five five or so years ago, it was liked, but it was not hailed as like a classic and like a like monument of the genre, right? But I would say fall like in the wake of 2014, it seems like that film got in a way reevaluated just to be praised. (laughs) Right. And I think that's going to happen with minus one come around 2040. I think people will say you're you're so when it comes to giant monster movies, you know, kind of like how Eminem says, I've got a list. It goes Jay-Z, Tupac, and Biggie Andre for from Outcast, uh, Nas, and then me. It's going to be King Kong, Fifty Four, Terror. I don't know, maybe um, Gamera Three, Revenge of Iris, and then minus one. See, I really think just in for monster movies in general, not even necessarily just giant monster movies. Like I genuinely think this is an instant classic right alongside the original. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't or even like, necessarily uh, think over I I think it's so close to being there already like as is for like instant monster movie classic definitely for giant monsters for giant monster movies this is god don't even need to wait till 2040 for it to be like a classic of the daikaiju genre like I think it already is I I think this is an incredible film. <laughs> I'd say it's on the same level as Jaws and the Host as well. I think it, and it's funny because this now marks, I would say, the second film in the post two thousands where I think we have a a kaiju film that is easily, or a giant monster movie that is easily recognizable as one of the best in the genre. Right? Um, you have the host, and now you have minus one. Maybe Pacific Rim, maybe, but I think that film falls more in line with the blockbusters that it wouldn't be hailed as highly as a film like Minus One or The Host. Yeah, yeah, as much as I love Pacific Rim, I, I think I'd agree with that. Yeah, no, absolutely adored Minus One. Can't wait to see it one last time tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and with that. The first annual Convies is wrapping up. And honestly, this was such a great year for the show. Like, we outperformed. We put out more content than either of us expected. We've gotten so many awesome opportunities, and more is coming down the pipeline. Oh, yeah. And we want to thank you, every single one of you listeners, for your support, for your votes to make the Convies possible as well. And yeah, just thank you to every single one listening. It's it's been a great year. So much has happened, and and so much is is. I'm I can't wait for you guys to see what is coming up for the show next year, and our other projects we're working on, and everything. It's next year's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be as good as this year, but it's going to be great. Yeah, but, ne- but this year was pretty bang. It was. Um, 
And yeah, like you said, Rex, like, thank you guys. It's, it's very much appreciated. But we don't want to drag this out. This is the award ceremony. We're at about an hour. So this is, you know, we're not going to get up on our, on our uh, soapboxes. But what I do want to say is, hello. I'm Elijah, and I have a kaiju and tokusatsu problem. And, uh... Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of something political to say. Oh, I have an idea of what I could say. I'm also part of the rotating host for Monsters with Attitude. You can check us out on YouTube, where we do monthly live streams talking about kaiju entertainment. You can also head over to Facebook and join our Facebook group. It's a great place to talk to like-minded people. I'm also a writer. I've written for GodzillaMovies.com, and I've appeared in Kaiju Ramen Magazine. Currently, I'm a writer for Kaiju United, and my most recent articles have been about Godzilla Minus One and a review for Godzilla Minus One. My writing has also been featured in the Rondo-nominated book Giant Bug Cinema, A Monster Kid's Guide from Bear Manor Media, where I wrote about Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. I'm also a filmmaker and a YouTuber. You can check out my stuff on my YouTube channel, ET13 Productions, where you can see some of my short films and my old YouTube videos, along with a playlist that features all of my appearances on YouTube. I do plan on getting more videos out there that are new soon, so definitely check that out. I've also appeared in a kaiju movie, a little-known film called uh, Zillafoot from 2021. I made a brief cameo in the film as Skywatcher number two. It's got a high rating of 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb, so if you want to watch more kaiju, you can buy the Blu-ray on srscinema.com or the DVD from any major online realtor, or just watch it for free on Tubi with ads or on Prime. You can check out my action figure photography on my Instagram at et13 underscore productions and my ex, the artist, artist formerly known as Twitter, thanks Danny, at the same handle. And where can people find you, Rex? Well, as for me, you can find me on YouTube at Rexina, on Twitter at Rex underscore Xenomorph, and on Instagram, Rex underscore Xena. And if you want to take a look at some of my writing, go check out the Tokusatsu Network. And as for the podcast, don't forget to write us on iTunes that boosts our ratings and helps us get recommended to more people just like you. If you don't have an Apple device, which I don't blame you, I don't actually, that's a lie, this is, I'm, I'm using a MacBook right now to do this podcast, but you can rate us on Spotify. If you want to stay up to date with all things Kaiju Conversation related, follow us on Twitter at K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S. If you don't have Twitter, you can follow us on Instagram or like us on Facebook. If you're like me before podcasting and you don't have any social media, lucky you. You can email us at kaijuconversation at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word, you know the drill. And as always, we'll read your reviews on air for everyone to hear. We also have a Teespring store, and stay tuned because we are looking to have some Convy t-shirts available on the site to purchase. Ooh. Featuring the original artwork by Luis Garcia, who you can find on Instagram at Kaiju Artist. He is an amazing human being, an amazing artist. Definitely check out his work. Give him a follow and give him some commissions. I love his work. If I had to pick somebody as the Kaiju Conversation artist, Luis is the man. He's great, easy to work with, and I love his stuff. I cannot recommend him enough. 
you can also sport our awesome logo on a t-shirt or maybe even a coffee mug if you want. If you'd like to chat with us, check out our Discord server full of others that have similar interests to you. It's a great community full of great people. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the bell so you can be notified anytime we upload a video. We sometimes post exclusives to the channel like bloopers for episodes or minisodes talking about news or other subjects. We also have an interview with Mechagodzilla... Godzilla... Soko and Shimu? Designer? Did he design all three of those? Just stick with Mechagodzilla. <laughs> with Mechagodzilla. Jared Kurchevesky on the channel, and I definitely butchered his name. I'm so sorry. A huge thanks to Rex for editing all of these episodes and all the other content we upload. His links can be found in the description below. Along with Rex, we'd like to give a huge thanks and shout out to Danny DeMana of the Godzilla Novelization Project for his amazing vocals on our theme song. You can support him by following him on Twitter at Danzilla93 underscore GNP or visit his website GodzillaNovelizationProject.com. And a huge thanks to Grattan Conwell from the podcast Giant Monster BS for composing the music for our theme song. You can support him by following the podcast on Twitter at GiantMonsterBS or on any podcast platform under the name GiantMonsterBS. And with that, we're going to wrap things up here. So thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, please remember, life's too short. Do not talk big. Bye, guys. Bye. We are set. We are in debt. There's nothing to sweat. Life's too short now, baby. Just a lot too big now, baby. His name's Elijah, baby. And also Rex now, baby. We love those kaiju, baby. And you will too now.